Hey, I'm at Dempsey Treasure Coast Mortgage. Today we're talking about how the appraisal process works and how it affects you and your mortgage. So what's an appraisal bottom line? The appraisal is a opinion of value based on recent sales of like kind homes. I wanna make sure you don't confuse it with an inspection. Uh, the inspection uh, is generally not required by us as a mortgage broker or lender. It is your inspection report in order to determine um, how well the systems in your home work, and, you know, such as the, the AAC, the roof, what are the general repair and condition of all those systems in order to determine whether what needs to be repaired. So that's the inspection. The appraisal, again, is an opinion of value. Now, the uh, the appraisal is, is ordered through what's called the uh, appraisal management companies because after 2010, there's a rule called the Home Valuation Code of Conduct because back before 2010, I used to be able to call up an appraiser and hire them directly. But uh, ever since 2010, they put in a, a firewall of an appraisal management company. The appraisal is paid for by the buyer upfront. It's one of the, your few out-of-pocket fees that you pay before closing, uh, you can put that on a credit card. Cost anywhere from about $500 to you know sometimes over a thousand, depending on the size of the house. Or if you're buying a, a rental property, you might need a, an addendum like a rental comparable addendum. So anywhere from $500 to a thousand dollars is what it will cost you. So it goes into an appraisal. Uh, it's generally broken into two phases. It's the field work and the desktop work. Now the field work, self-explanatory, is them going to the property physically. They, they take pictures of the inside and out. Um, they also take pictures of the comparable sales. We'll get to talk about comps in a minute, uh, you know, of what he's comparing your house to. And they don't spend a lot of time there at the property. I know I've, I've had some sellers and some buyers comment like, man, he was just in and out. Like that's the shortest piece. It's just snapping pictures. They verify certain measurements against public records. If there's any discrepancies. But for the most part, it's very fast, in and out, done, snap a few pictures, and, and then he goes uh, to do the desk work. Okay, the desktop work is the, the meat and potatoes of the appraisal. So what they'll do is they use a sales comparison approach. So you might have heard the term comp or comparable sale, and that's generally something that is sold, I deal with it within a mile, okay, so you know, distance is very important, as well as recency. So generally within the last six months, um, ideally even the last month or two, the, the, the closer the better and the tighter to your home the better. Okay, so that's what a comparable sales is. So what they'll, they'll do is they'll pick about four to five comparable sales um, for their report and the, they'll pick the top three out of those five or six. Okay, so it's the top three that'll actually determine your value. So what they'll use um, uh, also what are called adjustments. So no two homes are exactly the same. They do their best to match similar age, style, amenities. With a two-car garage, one-car garage, similar lots. They, they do their best to find the, uh, like with like. So that's how they can determine what the market would, would pay for your house. So what they do is they'll do adjustments. For instance, if your house has a bigger lot, they'll give you a positive adjustment. If it has a smaller lot, they give it a negative adjustment. And then they get the cumulative effect of those adjustments uh, of the top three, they start at the top, plus or minus all the adjustments equals the bottom line. And then we'll do what's called a weighted average. So if one, one of those comps are like exactly like your house, they're gonna give that more weight. So it's not always a third, a third, a third. Sometimes they can add a little bit more than a third and a little bit less than a third, depending on the weight of that particular comp. Okay, so what does an appraiser look for uh, generally in their field work? You know, a few things they need. Number one is the exterior. You know, they say there's any any holes in the, in the uh, exterior, any wood rot, 
uh, things like that. Again, it has to be blatant. Like I said, they don't, they're not going through it with a fine tooth comb and with a magnifying glass and making sure and see what's out there. But it's just a, a glancing blow the exterior. They, they'll, they'll walk the exterior measured, make sure again, as much as public records. The health and safety is very important. You know, for instance, if a kitchen's not done or if you have standing water and again, blatant things, uh, running water not done uh, on certain uh, government loans, they'll do water testing if it's a well water, they'll they'll test the water, uh, and they'll they'll uh, require that you know to make sure the water's running, it's not obviously dirty. Uh, it, again, blatant things. Make sure all major systems for health and safety matters. Uh, you know, again, like I said, to verify the size of the bedrooms, count the number of bedrooms. You know, it, it happens sometimes where that prior owner might have added a bedroom and didn't permit it properly, and so that's the case. You, know, you have to address that so that they match it to the public records. You know, and just just the general interior condition. Um, you know, it, it's important to see. You know, if it's, if it's clean. You know, the walls are all intact. Also, the amenity, any improvements that have done with the property. So, if you've done any renovation, you know, so they they'll value the improvements. You know, they'll, they'll give a, a quality rating to the condition of the house, especially if you have an older home on paper that might have been built in the 70s or 80s, but yet it's been fully updated. You know, make sure that the, uh, the the appraiser knows everything that was done. You know, and and that's where your agents come in about you know them being there at, at the appraisal to help you know give them that that information you know as well as the amenities of that property say you know for instance if there's a community pool is the house itself has a pool and what amenities are available again trying to match like with like all similar pluses and minuses pools amenities of uh you know versus comparable sales versus you know, the property that you're buying or refinancing okay so what is the appraisal timeline uh, the first step is, of course, is the disclosures. Now, uh, when you when you select a loan, you send loan disclosures. Uh, first and foremost is the loan estimate and the intent to proceed. And I talked about that in the loan estimate video here. You can check that out. So. The, the once you sign your loan estimate and your intent to proceed, then we're able to order the appraisal and, and charge fees for the loan. Uh, and at that time, we order the appraisal through the appraisal management company, as we talked about earlier. And that appraisal management company basically puts out the call to all their their panel of appraisers in that area, say, "Hey, appraisal order placed. Who can take it?" And you know, depending on how busy those appraisers are, and right now they are pretty busy, it can take a day or two before that appraisal is assigned. So once it's assigned to the appraiser. To, you know, that appraiser will then coordinate whoever the contact is. It's usually the listing agent or the buyer's agent or the homeowner on refinance, and they coordinate that time to schedule the inspection. Okay? So what they do is, and then the inspection takes place. They come out just as I talked about. That's it, usually very short. They come in, take pictures, measurements, talk talk to the agents about any of the upgrades and whatnot. So that's why it helps you. You know, usually your, both agents go to that uh, for you uh, in order to do that. Unless you're the homeowner or refinance, and then you just talk about some of the things that you've uh, done to the property. So the field work is done. The appraiser goes back and does the comparable sales approach, uh, like I talked about. Does his research, and then after that, they'll a couple days later, they'll I'll, I'll get the report. Um, so we'll get the report, we'll evaluate it against the contract price or the, the, uh, the refinance price. So that value belongs to the buyer. Okay? Uh, on a purchase, you, know, uh, you don't have to share that with, with the seller. A lot of times the seller doesn't, doesn't know what it came in at, the listing agent you know, uh, you know, asked for it. But that appraisal belongs to you, the buyer, uh, belongs to the buy side. For me, I give it, give it to the buyer, and if he or she chooses to share it with the other side, that's your prerogative. But you know, my recommendation is you, know, you keep that value to yourself, um, and then uh, the, the agents can, uh, can talk that out. Okay, 
So you'll, you'll, you'll get the report and then we'll uh, reevaluate against your uh, the loan terms that we talked about. Now, um, there's going to be generally going to be three things that happen once it comes in. Either the value is at the contract price, okay, which is cool, and you can move forward as, as planned. It comes in higher, great, and you get a little bit of equity. Or it comes in short, you know, an appraisal gap, as they call it. Okay, so how do we deal with appraisal gaps? You know, there's a few different ways. In the past, there's really only three ways for that to happen too. Um, either the seller drops their price to match the appraised value, which has happened, um, or usually you, you split the difference. Okay, so kind of you, you pay a little bit extra uh, extra to do that, or you just pay the uh, agreed upon sales price, which in this market these days has been happening more and more. And uh, there are a few ways that, that we can uh, address those. Uh, the appraisal gaps. I'm going to cover that in another video, but uh, generally, uh, you, you have to have to have the cash. If you're putting more money down, it doesn't affect you as much. Uh, if you're putting down, you know, minimum three zero percent down, you have to have the money to, in order to meet that appraisal gap. Um, and there's also certain ways, like through mortgage insurance, that we can do that. And I'm going to talk about that more in detail in another video. Okay, so what are some of the results of the appraisal? So there's really only three three things that can happen. Uh, either the value comes in at contract price, okay, and then you're good. We just move along. Or the value comes in higher, which is great for you. So you get a little bit of equity above the uh, the sales price, or the appraisal comes in short. Okay, so that's been happening more and more, especially in this uh, market we're in in, in uh, 2021, uh, where buyers are overpaying um, even above the market. Uh, so there's three three ways we can resolve that as well. So if it comes in short, um, either the seller matches the appraised value, which has happened and doesn't happen as often as it did before, um, or the, the buyer and seller can split it and, that, and the agents work that out, or you as a buyer just come up with the money to meet that sales price. You know, so if you're putting more money down, obviously it, uh, it really doesn't affect your loan as much because uh, depending on how much you're putting down, it, it might change your, your pricing a little bit as far as your, your points and, and rate just a tiny bit, or you have to add mortgage insurance, but it usually the, the, the general cash out of pocket usually won't change if you're putting more money down. I would just usually add mortgage insurance. Or, but if you're putting less down, um, it, it could really uh, affect your ability to buy that house unless you have other cash reserves uh, in order to meet that appraisal gap. So there's a few ways we can address that, uh, either through, through mortgage insurance, through lender paid insurance that the seller pays for, a couple different ways, I, and I'm gonna do a video on that in detail for appraisal gaps, but that's generally the, the three ways that we handle uh, appraisal values. Okay, so that was how the appraisal process works. Hope you found that informative. Here's some more videos on my channel you might find useful. And again, if you want your own mortgage consultation, go to DempseyMortgage.com and give me a call. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you on the next one.